Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Get your opinion on it so far. 
Uh, I liked what I saw. Hutchinson, I love that kid, man. He's, he is a beast. But, so I liked what I saw so far. I, my kids actually watched it with me, um, which was kind of, because uh, it's not edited. So, you know, I had to, like, cut with the language. But it was, like, so good, like, to see, you know, my son watching it. And, and you know, he's like, why is that player crying? I was like, it's football, man. You get you get emotional, man. Like, yeah, I, I was like, you know, I watched Uncle Tide, you know, give an emotional speech before he had surgery. He's just that's what it is, man. So, but uh, I definitely want to get your opinion on that. But I want to bring in a, another host uh, calling in from the 703 in all area codes in between. I think there's like three of them he calls from at, at a certain time. But, you know, we love him anyway. Serious, Aaron Simmons in the building. What's going on, Serious? You know, fellas, man, it's a pleasure to be here with you, man. The, 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 the weather is turning. You know, it's time to get back to work, man. I hope everybody's enjoying their summer vacation, their summer breaks, man. I'm glad Low villains putting the pads on and laying wood out there, beat people, man. Uh, I seen you and the missus, you know, Jet Blue and Jet Sky all over the place and TP, man. <laughs> I, 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 keep, I, I, I keep it on my people's, man, so I'm glad everybody's good, but it's time to get back to work. And my God, we got a lot to talk about, man. Absolutely. I got one more vacation left taking the kids. We're going up to God's country, going up to Maine. So I got one more left, and then we're in for the for the foreseeable future. So it's good to hear your voice. I know you've been doing some stuff with the kids and the family. So, you know, we've all been on our little break. So um, it's time to get back to work. You're, you're absolutely right. So, um, like I said, call in number 929-477-2759. Um, TP, so – I, like I said, I, I love the first episode. I didn't catch the second one yet because I've just been so busy. Um, I wanted to uh, catch it hopefully um, either this evening or tomorrow, try to find some time, squeeze it in. What is your impressions of Hard Knocks? Because, I mean, it's your team, so I, I definitely want to get your opinion. I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, this is my first time ever watching Hard Knocks. I watched one episode wow. one time, and this is when T.O. was on the Cowboys. And I remember at the same time, Pac-Man was on the Cowboys, and he was locking T.O. up. T.O. couldn't get a route off or anything. And then T.O. came to the sideline like, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to do this out of the And then um, you show, they showed T.O. do it in and up. So T.O. did that move, and then once he went upfield, Pac-Man didn't know that he stuck his foot in the ground, and he dipped on him. He burned the crap out of Pac-Man. And Pac-Man was like, you got to do double moves, huh? That's what you got to do. You got to do double moves, huh? So, like, that was real cool because, of course, I like both of the personalities. Uh, of course, just hearing mm-hmm. T.O. is more of a, a spectacle than Pac-Man, but just hearing Pac-Man just being wrapped up in practice was another thing, too. But I always left it alone because the teams that were there, I really wasn't too tied into with Cleveland or Cincinnati or uh, just the, the bundle of teams that they did go up there with. I was just like, yeah. no, I'm not Jets. sitting at home on a summer day. But now it's like HBO is like, oh, yeah, you think you're tough? You you, you are? I'm going to put your boys up there. So now I'm like, oh, God. So now i got to watch Hard Knocks because I love everything my boys do. And then the first episode was like, so I saw everybody. And I'm getting, because, you know, I follow everything that my boys do. So I'm getting bits and pieces, bits and pieces. Then I got the trailer. I'm like, i got to watch it. And then they showed the speech before the uh, the show went down with mm-hmm. Jamal Williams. And then hearing the actual full speech uh, him breaking down mm-hmm. camp's first practice, it was like, okay. And then seeing what happened yesterday, is like the more and more I see it is the more and more I'm getting hype of this Lions season, regardless of how things may go down in the preseason. It, it's just incredible how they're putting it together. And 
I think you may remember Barry, but I know a lot of people that were around me. I swear to God that I wanted Malcolm Rodriguez. I was saying this before the draft that I wanted him. <laughs> the Lions got him, and they're going crazy over him. Like, I'm like, I knew it. Like, like thank God. Like, finally, one right. prayer got him. Like, in the past, like, some odd years. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me one. You know what I'm saying? And it worked. So, it's like, as long as he starts, and they said as of today, he started with the first defense. So, it's like, oh, so you just moved all the way up to charge now. So, they all in love with you. So, I'm like, that's awesome because he's telling them. He, like, he wasn't even a freaking first-round pick, second-round pick, third-round pick, fourth-round pick. He's like, what, what round you get picked? He said six. And I'm like, he was better mm-hmm. than a six-round. And the way he's coming out performing not only in camp but – also in the preseason and laying people out like he mm-hmm. he bringing the lumber like that that's something I saw and, and just like you said with Aiden Hutchinson and the things that he's doing out there and um it, it, it's finally when karma's really started to catch up to me so like the same way I felt about Chet you know I was talking junk about Chet and that Chet did good in summer league I'm like okay so now I got to shut up and then Hutchinson I was like I don't want him I don't want him he got shut down against Georgia mm-hmm. in the playoffs and you know college football playoffs and now he come out here and have back-to-back good plays, and then they got him off the field mm-hmm. immediately. So I'm like, I, good. So if, <laughs> if he's that much of a factor on our team, then just get get him off the field. I don't want to see nothing happen to nobody because this is where we start losing people. <laughs> the Lions the Lions lose people right. in preseason and week one, and then we hurt all season long. I, I know. Get these dudes off the field. Let's, let us look like Brady and them. Like if Brady and them, they play one series, we get one season, right. series, sit down. Every, every, go get some Gatorade and – Get a towel. That, that, that's all you need to do. That, that's it. So I'm I'm pumped. That hard knocks is, is awesome. And, it, you know, week by week is getting better. I just want to see them perform now. The next two games they have are on the road in the preseason. And the last one we played some, some corny team on the, the west part of Pennsylvania. So we played them um, in a week or two. So that, that goes down. So after that, you know, that, that's what it is, you know. I mean, you know, TP, like, I I I watch it. Um, it usually gets me into the season. It gets me hyped. Um, and I've watched. And serious, I don't know if you've watched. I'm pretty sure you have. Like how they put the episodes together. Like because a lot of the stuff yeah. that you see just happened like a couple days ago, and the editing frenzy that they go through to put to put everything together is amazing. So for me, like because I, me and TP took we took classes on how to create like edit videos and make, you know, movies or all that or TV, whatever. Like we took production mm-hmm. classes. So to see that process of how they do it, it's amazing how they do it. It, it really is. So here's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you've caught it. What, what is, what's your opinion so far of Hard Knocks? You know, I've been a Hard Knocks fan since the, since the very beginning. I like TP. Um, I've, I've sat down and watched them all. Um, back when Baltimore was on it, and we uh, got the Cowboys and the Bengals, and I think they did a, a, another squad that that's escaping me. But you know, like, like you said, Zillin, it kind of sets the stage for football. You know, football is around the corner when you start, you know, seeing hard knocks, and you know, you start getting a up close and personal uh, a view of how these players you know, go through their day-to-day and everything like that. Um, so I, 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 I'm watching it. I, I'm intrigued by what's going on. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, the Lions are, you know, supported by, you know, big homie over there because I can't stand him. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> like, 
I believe that the Detroit Lions are going to shock a lot of people this year. I, I really do. You know what I'm saying? If you look mm-hmm. at how their schedule kind of lays out, um, you know, <laughs> they're going to shock a bunch of teams. And I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a guy who believes in, you know, omens and, and, and things of that nature and, um, I have yet to see a team that appears on hard knocks go out and just lay a complete egg, you know, that upcoming season. So, you know, out the mm-hmm. gate, they got the Eagles, the Commanders, the Vikings, Seattle, and the Patriots. It's very, very possible to be talking about a three and three and two ball club out, out the rip, which is a, right. a, a definite turn in the right direction from the trajectory that they were once going on. I've also seen reports, and I just posted it in, in, in our group thread, that they may be looking at a dude named uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Mason um, as, as far as trade partners and trades and things of that nature. Um, so the Detroit Lions are, 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 are definitely in the news. They're definitely on everybody's minds, especially them being a hard knocks. And, and, yeah, looking at the schedule and the talent they've been able to acquire, um, I, I expect them to be, be – be relevant. You know, I don't expect them to win the division. I'm not picking them, uh, you know, to go on some type of magic corporate run. But, I mean, you got the Packers, obviously. You got your division. You got the Panthers. You got the Jets. You got the Jaguars. You got the Giants. You know, I mean, there's some definite, mm-hmm. definite winnable games on, on, on this Detroit Lions ledger. Um, so, you know, six, seven wins is not out of realm of possibility, which puts them right – you know, and the thickens in the NFC is potentially, you know, a step in the right direction. So I salute to them. And, again, back to Hard Knocks, hell of a job that they're doing over there with Hard Knocks, man. Um, I never want to see my squad on it because that means we're going in the, we went in the wrong direction. But shout out to them, man. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I'll never see my team on there, uh, the Giants. But um, we'll definitely get into the NFC uh, probably next week. Uh, I definitely want to focus on the AFC this week. But, um, yeah, they just do a great job. And like I said, I think me and TP talked about it. One of their uh, free agent signings, that receiver, sneaky good. They had some sneaky good receivers that they brought in. Uh, Swift is really good at running back. I was was kind of bullish on Campbell. But, you know, watching him, I I, I get it. I think he's got the resume. He's done his homework. He's been under some good coaches, and, and um, I think he's going to be a good coach. So I think you just got to give these guys time. And I felt just doesn't give guys enough time. You know what I mean? It's like two years or th- maybe three, and if by then you're not winning, they, they, they clip you and they go for the next guy or the hot guy. So um, you just got to give these guys time. Like Tomlin, you know, he won, but, I mean, he's been there forever. You know what I mean? You won't see that again. So it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully uh, they, they stick with him, and I, ho- I hope he, he does turn it around out there. NFC is winnable. NFC uh, is, is, is there's, there's a couple good, really good teams, but after that, you know, the seven teams get into the playoffs, you can be that team. So um, we'll see. But um, I want to switch gears. Before we talk some, um, some NFL, I want to bring up, because it did break earlier, a little earlier today, uh, maybe around um, afternoon tea time, if you do afternoon tea. But, uh, you know, LeBron James uh, did get, uh, finally uh, penned a paper or agreed to uh, a two-year extension that will keep him in Los Angeles uh, at least until 2013, and then it has a player option, so uh gives the team a little bit of flexibility. But two years, 
$97 million, that will push him over the, I think it was the $530 million threshold. So he'll be the high, that's a half a billion dollars if you're counting at home. Um, he'll be the highest paid uh, guaranteed money player uh, in basketball history. Um, so TP, I'll come to you first. Um, you know, there was a lot of speculation that LeBron might not come back, you know, might be trying to make a power play or set things up so that he could try to play with his son potentially. But I think he, he, you know, he does love it in LA. He, he finally um, decides to extend. What do you think about uh, the extension with LeBron and the Laker outlook? This is very interesting because of all of the dismay that's going on right now, whether they want to keep Russell Westbrook or stay with him. Uh, LeBron James Jr. is in his senior year, and then next year he'll be a freshman in college, and if he's the one and done, it kind of sets the table for LeBron being able to move in that second year. You know, So I, I don't know which way it goes, but the one thing that kills me is he ended up signing a lot of money for these next two years, and I get it. LeBron, you're making enough money to be comfortable for the next three lifetimes. Forget, like, right now. Right. And uh, that doesn't help your team. Like, you signing damn near $50 million a year, and you know your team needs help. You guys know you need youth, and you're locking that up. So you're you're basically telling us that you're going to go crazy, which I know that you're going to look forward to breaking Kareem's scoring total right now. This is the year that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't see the Lakers getting to a, a postseason run and winning a championship. That's what it's all about for me, for LeBron right now. I think that he should be chasing number five. He's on four. He has four. Yeah, right? So yeah, he should be trying yeah. to chase his fifth ring. So I don't think that helps the Lakers get them in the championship conversation where they make the postseason. There's, there's you know, room for it to happen. But I don't, I don't feel comfortable with what just happened. So – I get it. The Lakers are desperate. They're going to throw everything they can to try and keep people in-house uh, with how many things they flirted with. If they were going to keep Anthony Davis and Russ or get rid of one or the other, get rid of both, so on and so forth, they were going to make sure that they kept LeBron in-house. But he's making sure that those two years are there and, and making sure his son is a one-and-done in college because he's not that great to just leave from high school. You can't even do it anymore. So right. we'll see how it goes. So it's, it's interesting right now. But I think that the money that he just signed for right now, this cripples the Lakers beyond people can see because, what, Russ is getting 47. He's getting 48. Mm-hmm. AD's getting, like, 42 or 41. We're, we're, you got rid of Monk and all of them. Who are you pulling in there? Like, Carmelo's going to be 38, and he's getting older. Like, I, I don't know which way the Lakers go. This this is bigger than LeBron being there with a big contract. I, I, I'm just – I'm questioning everything that just happened, you know? So I, I gotta, I gotta, you're you're on the right track, TP. But I gotta correct because this actually gives them flexibility if you if you can believe it, right? Because it's an extension on his current contract, which is up the end of this season, right? So next year, Westbrook is off the books. That's forty something million. You're right. Anthony Davis also has an opt in, but I think that's in the next year. This actually gives them about twenty million or so in cap flexibility because if he opts out, right, they can sign. They can still sign him because they have his rights. They can sign him over the cap. So they, it's like he opts. Like it's kind of like what Harden did um, to give to give the Sixers flexibility. He opts out. They can sign some guys, either one big big guy at twenty million or more, 
and then he can sign back in, and they don't. It works in the cap, so it it does give them a little bit of flexibility. And the way that it works, it's on the scale that the cap is going to go up. The cap, the cap is going to it went up this year, and it's projected to keep going up because the league is just making stupid amounts of money. So it actually does work in in both sides' favor. So interesting enough, because I had to dig because I at first when I was saw this, I was like fifty million a year it makes no sense. But then when I when I started watching like Woj and I read the articles and I was like, oh okay, it kind of does make sense. So it 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 does help both sides, ironically enough, um, and it kind of gives the Lakers that all right, LeBron's here, we got to go in for it. They still don't have, I don't think, enough pieces as far as like able to do much. But you know, that's another argument for another day. But um, I got, I'm serious. Give me your opinion. Then I got a caller coming. That's coming. In, I want to bring them in. But what do you think about? Um, what do you think about LeBron and his extension? You know, honestly, this doesn't shock me, to be honest with you. I, I figured they would figure something out. Um, I know there's a lot of hoopla and rumors about, you know, him wanting to go somewhere or try to wait to figure out if or where his son goes and, you know, go sign with that particular ball club. I honestly felt as though, in order for the Los Angeles Lakers to do what they ultimately want to do, and that's compete for a championship, you had to have something solid locked up like a LeBron James. The other two pieces, like mm-hmm. PP alluded to, are, are movable chess pieces. I mean, I, I don't foresee them getting rid of Anthony Davis, so that means Russell Westbrook is going to be probably on the move. Um, his yeah. name is going to be brought up from now until the end of the year. Uh, by this time next year, talking about, you know, Russell Westbrook and what he wants to do. Um, so, again, you know, to, to, to say to anybody's time, <clears throat> excuse me, th- th- this came as a no-brainer, and, you know, we're curious to see, you know, what the Lakers do with the, with the flexibility that you speak of. Clearly they need some help in some significant areas. I don't foresee them bringing back the whole entire band uh, of players that they had last year. Um, I, I don't see them bringing back Carmelo or, you know, or anything like that. I do think they need to go get themselves a, a legitimate point guard. If they, they swing and miss on getting Kyrie Irving, they need to get some type of mid-level point guard, uh, somebody who can, you know, hit a, not, hit a jump shot and run, run, run the offense. Um, and so with that being said, uh, I turn it back over to you and we can let, you know, Mr. Harvey in the building. Yeah, we got two calls, so I got to bring them both in. TP, real quick, you alluded to it. Do you think, Bronny is a one and done. You think he he has enough skill to be one and done? I'm gonna be honest. His name is what's making him a one and done. I I the, okay. the talent that they play, they're playing out there in the west west coast. You got to see the guy that's defending him. He gets to the link. Like he just got a dunk that he had the other day, which was a good dunk. I'm not gonna take anything away from it. But it's like look mm-hmm. at the the people that are in the paint. Nobody's closing the paint. The guy that was defending him just jumped with him. He really didn't like try to get after it. Like he's not playing the quality of people that are in the Midwest or the East Coast. And not to take anything away from the West Coast because there's good balls that have come out of California, things of that nature. But look at uh Zaire Wade. Dwayne Wade's son came out of there, didn't even make it. He didn't even make it. Okay. So it's like Le- LeBron James' son is going to make it off of his name alone, and then we'll see if he can right. carry a team because he's going to be a point guard. He's not going to be a two-guard in the league. He's going to be a point. He's 6'2", so you got to be able to run the show. And I get it. LeBron, 
you know, moves the ball as a point himself. But I I don't think that he is. I think that he does need to spend some time in college and become better. But um, his father and, the you know, the demand of him playing on the same team as his son, that that's going to get him to the league instantly, regardless. Yeah, I yeah I I haven't really seen him play. What I've heard is like he's not as good as people say is. So I'm like I don't know if it's hate for LeBron or if it's facts. So like I gotta get it on. No, no, he's speaking truth. I mean, I, I sit there and watch a lot of their games, and honestly, I, first of all, I think Zaire's a little better than Bronny, but that's just me personally. Um, but ultimately, okay. TP's right. The, the fact the, the fact that his name is you know Bronny James is going to open so many doors for him that others. I'm gonna struggle to get through just because of the name. Okay, all right, fair enough. Thank. I, I just definitely wanted to understand that because I, I, I don't really. I've seen maybe one or two clips, but I'm like, as a high school cat, I'm not watching high school kids. Right now, dude. I don't. I, I have enough kids right now. <laughs> but uh, I got a call in from the three one five. Bring him in, a, a, a long time uh, listener and, and caller in coming back. Chandler in the building. Chandler, what's going on? What's up, man? How many kids you got now? About ten. No, I only got three. I only got three. I'm, I'm paying support for one. You know what I mean? But I got I got two in the house that's one to be dry. I got one I pay support for. I love her, too. Shout out to my, my oldest. I, mean, I remember when you had your first one. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't been that long. Oh it ain't been that long. Oh, please. Take them back. My, old, my youngest doing? is going to kindergarten this year. Camera, so, oh, my oh, God. Please. Pray for me. I remember when you had him. Seriously? I mean, your oldest. Wow. Uh, what's up, Sirius? The crazy I'm going, Oh, my God. How you been? Long, long time no hear from me. I hope everything's good with you and the people, man. Yeah, I'm just, you know, health and all that other nonsense. So, yeah, but, um, we, all, we all battle that. Yeah. yeah. Good to hear your I, voice, Chandler. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, I heard what you guys were saying, and, and if his name was Bronny Johnson, he would probably be being recruited by the upper mid-level schools, maybe a uh, SEC school, um, no Big Ten, uh, Duke, none of them would be would be checking for him. So that's about where he'd be. That doesn't mean he can't get better, but that's probably about his skill set level right now. I think... Unfortunately for him, he's being compared to his father in high school, and that's just unfair. Yeah. You know, right. everything he does is being compared to his father, and, and LeBron didn't help this young man by saying, oh, I want to play with my son. And honestly, Bryce is better. <laughs> Bryce is better. He's taller. He's better. Wow. So, wow. you know, I don't know. Hmm? It happens. It happens. I mean, what, what ha- that was like Michael Jordan's son. You know, what was it, uh, Jeffrey? Like that was an unfair yeah. comparison. It was just, it's you, can, you know, you know. I I I totally hear you. And I, I like I said, I I haven't watched him play. I I know who he is. I've heard of him. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. But you know, I just I don't know. And I heard he got he's being looked at by all the big schools. And to your point, Gemma, it's probably because of his name. And it's no shade. You know, I don't want the kids saying I'm hating, but you know, facts are facts. You know what I mean? So. Well, school let me let me know. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just said what school wouldn't want him. Who wouldn't want LeBron James' son? So. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and, and now with the, you know, the deals that you can make in college, you know, it, it, that, that's 
you know, that's more money that's coming your way. So um, why wouldn't you do that deal? I got I got Harvey on the line. I'm going to bring him in in a minute. But, Chal, I want to get your opinion real quick on LeBron do, uh, opting into or at least doing a contract uh, extension with the Lakers. What do you think about it? I, I don't want to hear nothing else. I don't want to hear nothing else from him about what they didn't do, what they don't have. I don't want to hear it. Because you've right. locked yourself into an organization that doesn't have any draft picks because of you, that has a new coach because of you, uh, that has Russell Westbrook because of you, okay? <laughs> and mm-hmm. you abdicated all responsibility last season because you made them bring in Westbrook, and then you never, ever, ever put your foot down and snatched him up and said, look, man, um, either get with the program or go away. You know, you left that all up, all up to Frank Vogel. No, Frank Vogel wasn't built for that. So I don't want to hear nothing else from LeBron. I don't want to hear nothing else from his camp. Shut up and deal with the fact that for the next three years you ain't winning nothing. Mm. I mean, it's very, it's very Listen, this year they're not going to win. They'll be good because if everybody's healthy, they'll have talent. But they're, they're, like I said, they, he, they get, he gives them a little flexibility with the kind of contract with the opt-out and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, you look at the free agent landscape that's going to be up next year and the year after that, who are you bringing in that's really going to move the needle? You know what I mean? And he's going to be, what, 30? He's 37 now. He'll be 38 in December. So that by then, when he opts out, he'll be, be 39. He'll be 41 I mean, when the contract's up. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what are we talking about? Yeah, like, you know, it's, he gives you flexibility, but let's keep it a buck. Like, uh, you're not going to be, you know, we saw we saw Jordan in, in, in his late 30s and 40s. I mean, I know you're a freak, but let's keep it real. Father Time's undefeated. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it always catches up to you, unless you're Tom Brady, man, you know, <laughs> whatever. But uh, I got to bring in Harvey. He's been waiting patiently, and I definitely want to bring him into the building, calling out of the 615. Mr. Harvey, what's going on, brother? Um, I'm doing all right, man. It's going to catch up with Brady, too. But uh, listen, man, like, they're going to end up stunting this kid's development by pushing up the ladder too fast. Um, and who knows if he's even going to be able to develop into a star. But if he goes to college and he doesn't really produce, there might be some coaches that don't necessarily want him only because there might be too many distractions. I mean, listen, um, Ben Simmons is supposed to be a surefire number one draft pick, and he was, but he didn't do LSU any favors uh, the one year that he was there. So uh, I think that, you know, if Bronny goes to college and he comes out prematurely, that may help him fall in the draft, or maybe somebody doesn't necessarily touch him. So that may ensure that he gets to the team that uh, LeBron is on, but that's why that opt-out is in that contract as well. Uh, but real quick, man, the rubber's about to meet the road in, in the Western Conference. And it, you are only as good – I mean, listen, he's done a lot of good things in his career, but he may go out um, not with a bang, but just kind of like, uh, you know, because you got a lot of good teams in that Western Conference, bro. You got Minnesota up and coming. You got Memphis up and coming. You got Golden State with the weapons that they have. You have Murray and Jokic back in Denver. Uh, Zion's healthy. New Orleans looks very promising. You got Dallas. I mean, where do you fit this? Uh, where do you fit this Lakers team in? And then in a couple of years, Oklahoma City's got a lot of young people that are coming around too. So, I mean, where does this team fit in? It's going to be real interesting to see. And I haven't even mentioned the Clippers or Portland yet. So, I mean, it, it, 
there's no guarantee this team's even in the top five or six in the Western Conference. They're going to be too good to make a play in. Um, so, I, listen, this this is, uh, you know, I, I can respect the fact that he kind of made the bet for this organization. So he's kind of staying around to sleep in it. But we'll see uh, we'll see how well it uh, it turns out. I don't think it's very promising. And I'm a Lakers fan. Yeah, I mean, what 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 kind of came out was that Jeannie Buss wanted to make LeBron happy. That's our number one priority. Uh, okay, you, you've done you've done that at every turn, just like Chandler said. You know, with the coaches, with bringing in Westbrook, you got one chip to to, to show for it. Great, but I mean, like I don't see to, your, to Mike's point. There's a lot of teams in the West that are really good, and I don't know just with guys healthy that they. They'll be there because LeBron is still that dude, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Just see, they're not they're not going to be able to build a, a team around those the, their big stars this year. That's another year in his late thirties that you're wasting. You know, I I just don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, we'll see. I could be wrong, but you know, and, and Mike, you're the you're the Laker fan. You you see it every day, so you know what I'm talking about. So. um We'll, we'll, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to say the least. But uh, call in number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. If anybody has anything to add, go ahead. If not, I want to I want to keep it NBA because I want to talk about KD real quick. So if anybody wants to talk uh, about the contract, we're good. We can move on. Everybody's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, for, for the um, most part, we should we should be all right for the most part. But uh, like other other than that, like I said, um. One thing about LeBron, with the way that they, that went down, he doesn't like to be around youth. They're going to need youth to turn that team around. It, it, either yeah. if LeBron mm-hmm. leaves in two or three years, uh, Russ leaves, they're going to leave that team to AD. AD's going to leave if he's by himself in Los Angeles. A lot has to happen with that Lakers team. And for them to get rid of guys like Monk and them that were young and sharpshooters, I, I don't know what the makeup is in that, that management office, but uh, they are – Going uphill with no legs, I, I feel bad for the Lakers right now. Well, I, I really don't because I'm a Western Conference team, but um, you know it's, it's a horrible sight. Yeah, I mean they couldn't pay him. They couldn't pay Monk. Monk took a, a pay cut to come there, and they couldn't pay him this year. Like he'd be a fool not to cash in, especially with the way the league's making money. Like he'd be a fool, right? So um, I can't begrudge him leaving LA to to, to get more money. But the, you're right, the, the the franchise is handcuffed, and they couldn't pay him. You know what I mean? Because they 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 got forty million plus sitting on their books that they can't move. They tried to make a deal. I think they tried to work a, a three way deal with the Knicks and and uh, I think it was Utah, and that just fell apart because I think there wasn't enough picks. They don't even have picks. They have to put picks to get rid of Westbrook, and they don't have picks to get rid of Westbrook because they used all their picks to get Anthony Davis. Uh, the only thing they have in the GM. The only pick yeah, to have in the next six draft, the only first round pick to have in the next six drafts, New Orleans even has the right to swap picks with them depending on where they fall. So that's it. Yeah. Well, somebody else was saying something too. Was that you? This is the harsh reality right now. I'm gonna say this: people oh, don't like yeah. that I throw this out there. <laughs> the better team in Los Angeles than the other locker room wearing red, white, and blue right now. It's a fact. That's right a fact. Now. They're they're on like a, I think it's like a, I think it's, they're on like a three year streak. They've been, they've been beating the Lakers up like they've been beating them up. So all of the people that are going to the Lakers, Kawhi is in his early thirties, Paul George is in his early thirties. They just got to a 
Western Conference Finals, what, two years ago, and Kawhi was out due to the tear, and hopefully he could get back and be in some type of his own self-resemblance. But I feel like it's it's more talent with the Clippers than there are with the Lakers, and nobody would ever drink that. Of course, that's still the Lakers city, but Laker fans don't even feel good going to that arena losing. Like, they were 33 or 49, and they didn't get younger. They're older. Like, the better team in Crypto.com Center or whatever arena is wearing red, white, and blue <laughs> until they go to the forum. I, I you can't argue with that. I, I it, they they've re, they've loaded. They got their and they got their two stars coming back off a team that you know was pretty solid last year. I I don't know how you can argue that they're in a lot better shape. Which is crazy to say that the Clippers are in better shape than the Lakers. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the Lakers are trying to get they're they're doing everything they can, but you know, beg to get rid of Westbrook and and get Kyrie Irving in the building. It's not going to happen. Speaking of Kyrie, um, on the other side of the uh, the map in, on the U.S. of A. in Brooklyn, Katie allegedly met with uh, owner uh, Joe Sy in London and reiterated his uh, plans to want to be traded and said, if you want to keep me, uh, tr- you know, get rid of Steve Nash and, and Steve Marks. Um, mm. So, TP, I'll come to you. Um you could break the whole situation down. You could take it from any angle. If you were the owner, if you were KD, if you were Nash, how you feel? But just, I mean, in general, what do you think is going to happen here? You know, there was a song that came out in the '80s called "The Children's Story" by Rick, and and it's when Ricky said, "Here we go." <laughs> you know, he's all going crazy. Right? <laughs> this is where stuff goes crazy, man. Because I like um. Y'all know me. Everybody here know me. I've, I've talked to y'all on the phone, personal conversation, everything. Chandler on down. Um, I'm a diehard fan. I love every last one of my teams. And when KD left the Thunder, of course, I'm going to be a bitter fan because it's like we were up 3-1. We were in front of the, the doorstep of a finals, and you left or basically with the gun in your hand, and you just dropped the clip off the gun and then went to Golden State and got yourself an easy championship because it wasn't no – push towards you guys losing those the next two seasons with you with the the Warriors. The Warriors built that team. You made them a, a super team because you went there. And um you you basically said, Oh, I didn't like the way things were around Steph. That is his part one. This is this is like this is like Fright uh Friday, you know, the thirteenth, you know? So part one mm-hmm. is he didn't like the way that the organization was swirling around Steph. Um they had to build around Steph to get to that. You didn't just come there and think that they were gonna make you king. Like you were Killmonger or something, so that's part one. <laughs> he ends up getting hurt. Karma bites him. So then he comes to Brooklyn and thinks that it's going to be all sweet with Atkinson. They push Atkinson out the door. They get Atkinson out of there, and he gets Nash mm. himself. He handpicks him. Now, this is the one thing that I don't like. It's like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm not holding any punches no more. So Sports City, y'all got to bear with me. I've been, I've been doing this for years, punching, holding punches, but I got to do it. This dude didn't coach a, a, a youth league. He didn't coach high school. He didn't coach college. He didn't coach a prep team. He didn't coach JUCO. He didn't coach nobody. Y'all got him there off of a co-sign of a KD and possibly Kyrie, and knowing that Dan Tony was the coach there too, like, like they just gave Nash that because they literally liked the image of Steve Nash. And then once he started running mm-hmm. the show, they knew that they couldn't get past his ISO situation, and that's the same type of ball that D'Antoni was running while they were in Phoenix. 
predictable. Everybody's seen it before back in the mid to late 2000s on what Phoenix is doing. They couldn't get past Boston. They got swept. And it don't like it, it don't look like it's going to get better. That's why KD like give me a real coach, but you can't keep sitting up here hand selecting how you want things to go. You are what? 34 this year? You'll be 34 in September. Mm-hmm. How many scenarios are you going to set up for yourself? You keep going place from place to place, but you're going to leave Brooklyn and go somewhere else. You're going to go to Boston, but Boston's going to give up Jalen Brown, where Jalen Brown played the best this postseason, I think, over Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum need to take a backseat to uh, Jalen Brown, but nevertheless, he's the face of the organization. That's what Boston's going to do. Stop trying to find an easy way to get yourself a championship ring. KD, to me, the way that you're setting the table, you will never be top ten all time. Never. Never. Steph, Steph actually made me, like, pull my hair out and say, you know what, Steph might be top 10 all time because of the way that he did it this year mm-hmm. and got his fourth championship. You were in situations where you could have stayed in Golden State and made that magical. You could have made something happen in OKC and feel like you really earned it because there was a team there, You and they were drafting hellified to get name after name there. Just the, the unpleasant thing was Russell West. Oh, you sat there and said, you know what, keep Russ, I'm going to leave. Like, you made that whole scenario of you there look cowardice, and that will never shake off of you until you start to really play basketball and keep quiet. Now you're in a storm of everything that's going on around you, and let's just say you hear lightning and thunder, and guess who the lightning and thunder is? Charles Barkley. So now you can't even get away from Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley's going to be every game you go to that's prime time talking junk about you. He's going to be <laughs> in your ear regardless. You can't get past a bigger personality than Charles Barkley. He's winning the war because you keep buying that. And, and KD has bunny ears. Like, he hears everything. So um, he, yeah. he said this this bed. He's he going to have to sleep in it. I don't know how to get away from this one. I don't even know what coach he's trying to get, but maybe Mark Jackson. I, I don't know who they can get to try and set the table for Brooklyn to win now. Not, not like, oh, he got a season. No, they don't, have, they don't even have that type of time. KD's getting older. That's why they were saying he's looking at talking about retirement, even though he's saying that's not true. But all of this is around right. you. got a hell of a storm around you. So um, I, I really don't know the way this go down, but he, he's looking like a laughing stock right now. KD, you can't shake it at all. And I'm, I'm not holding punches. <laughs> I, and I, I appreciate it because you went through the whole gambit that I would have went through. Um, I've been watching, you know, listening and, 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 and hearing all, every day about it. And everybody, some people are trying to say that the players have leverage and KD has leverage. Where? How does he have leverage? Just because he's a superstar? They're going to, they, like, they haven't won with you, so what, you you don't play. They ain't going to win without you either. Who cares? We haven't won. I paid you your money. I gave you everything you wanted. I think we talked about it when he, when it, the news broke. I gave you everything you wanted. Just like you said, TB, you wanted Kyrie, I got him. You wanted uh, Atkinson gone, I got him. You, you wanted Steve Nash here, I got him. You wanted your boy DeAndre Jordan here, I overpaid for him, I got him. All I got, to, what I got to show for it? A one series win and a foot on the line. <laughs> That's what I got. Like, what are we talking about? And then you opt in, you sign an extension for three years, I, I got you on the contract. Sit out if you want. I dare you to sit out. See what happens. I can't lose if you sit out. I can't win with you either. What's the difference? I mean, uh, Chandler, I'll go to you. What do you what do you, what do you think about KD? Does he have leverage? Does he, is he going to play this year in Brooklyn? What happens? Um, he does have leverage, but a couple things. See, I never had a problem with KD going to Golden State because if you remember, that was around the time that this narrative got started in the media and then fans 
bought into it that unless you won a championship, you wasn't a great player. It's nonsense, right. by the way. Because then you have people talking, well, Andre Iguodala got two championships. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Andre Iguodala ain't no damn Hall of Famer. All right? But wow. that was the narrative. So KD said, oh, since that's the game y'all want to play, I'll play your game. He went and won two championships. Now what you going to say? The problem in Brooklyn, and, and just a bit of, of, of there's a lot of revisions history, Kyrie wanted Nash. KD wanted Ty Lue. But because he let Kyrie dictate everything, they got right. Steve Nash. Okay, um, that's where Katie, Katie is at fault. Okay, you wanted to play with Kyrie, fine. But then you went there and played the I ain't got nothing to do with it, listen to Kyrie, knowing Kyrie is a clown. So you got rid of Kenny Atkinson because <laughs> Kyrie didn't want to run. Literally because he didn't want to run in practice. So you got rid of Kenny Atkinson. You brought in a clown in Steve Nash who never should who should not be a head coach. Then you brought in that clown, D'Antoni, who shouldn't be anywhere near basketball. You pay, you got them to pay a stiff in Andre, DeAndre Jordan, okay? And then they, 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 they trashed the team and got rid of all these good young players. Now you want to go. Dude, this is on you. And not because so much of him making these demands. It's because when you had an opportunity to stand up to Kyrie, not the organization, to your man, you fold it like you fold it like a tent. And you know what? I'm putting some I'm putting a lot of on the organization too. Sean Marks, here's a thought. You should have had some damn backbone and said, no. You can have the coach, you can have DeAndre Jordan. You can't have both. Okay? But right. if you keep I mean y'all you got kids. If you keep giving your kids something every time they ask for it, what happens the first time you say no? Kid gonna lose his dog or mm-hmm. mind. Okay, I'm going through and it that's right now. Going through it. That's literally what we're dealing with here. Is you spoiled this kid, and now you don't understand why he don't want to act right. Okay, you I don't know why he don't act right. You don't gave every damn thing he asked for. I want to stay up till I want to stay up till six in the morning. Okay, I want to eat candy for dinner. Okay, I want the, I want sugar. Okay, <laughs> now you say eat a vegetable. He's like, I ain't no damn vegetable. You gotta eat. I ain't no damn vegetable. That's really where we at. KD could decide to make this very uncomfortable in camp. You actually have a decent roster right now. I think Ben Simmons, now he's out of Philadelphia, and with an organization that's just going to say, listen, Ben, we don't need you to be a damn shooter. Just do you. Be the all-star defender and passer and rebounder that you can be. Everybody seems to get Ben Ben Simmons was an all-star when he couldn't shoot. He was still a damn all-star by the way, okay, so you get him back to playing his best self, right, without worrying about shooting. You have shooting. You have a, a kid in the middle now. You, you with the kid, Claxton. You actually have a decent team. If Joe Harris, who sucks in the playoffs, we all know that, if you get anything out of Joe Harris, that's a bonus, right? So, KD, you don't really don't want KD screwing this up because – now, you still have to fire Steve Nash, mind you. But what I would do, mm-hmm. I go ahead and trade KD. The minute he's going, I'm firing Steve Nash and getting a real coach. That's all. Right. I, I Listen, I, I totally agree. I literally had <clears> an <throat> argument with my wife. Like, why? Like why? I blame myself for spoiling these damn kids. And then when I tell them that I ain't going to get them something, you know, that's my fault. I'm, I'm the jerk. You know what I'm saying? The conduction to spoil these damn kids. 
And keep you know, I, I mean, but I spoil my joke. I do spoil. Listen, um, you're so right because it's like at this point, yeah, you, you need you. And I said this to a friend of mine too, and we said it on the show. Serious, I said it too. Do you know Kyrie's played more games than KD? Pause. You, you know Kyrie has played more games for the Brooklyn Nets than KD. Kyrie Irving. Wow. And, and I, I haven't gotten my money's worth. I've, I've actually given you another contract. I told Kate, Kate, Kyrie to kick rocks, opt into your deal, and earn the contract that you want next year. I think KD's doing this to try to get leverage to get his boy paid. That's what I think he was trying to do. No, I ain't paying you for not playing. And you play more games than you. I'm not supposed to pay both of you. I pay, and I paid KD. I gave you a contract when your leg fell off. You blew your Achilles in, in the in the finals. I still gave you mm. a contract. You sat out the whole year. I paid you to sit out the whole year. And this is how you repay me? Like, like what's, what's that, SRTP? This is the thanks I get? Like, like you know, like Dr. Dre? Mm. <laughs> I started this case, mm. and this is the thanks mm. I get? Like, serious, mm-hmm. please, please continue. Serious, please let me know what Kate happened. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I want to jump in and, and, and kind of continue this, but honestly, you know, the two big guys ain't had an eight all the food also, but I will say <laughs> that. <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day, man, at the end of the day, the Brooklyn Nets, they, they, they have no choice. They can't, they can't show up to camp with either Kevin Durant or Steve Nash. They can't. So one of them has got to go before we get to camp next month. You know what I'm saying? The season starts in October. Camp is in September. Somebody got to go. And honestly, right. at the end of the day, I don't foresee, I do not foresee them showing up to camp with the Kevin Durant. So with that being said, um, I, I think KD's gone. I, I, I think they move on from KD because you don't want to sit there and go back and, you know, after, after you dealt with the, 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 the backlash and dealt with everything by hiring Steve Nash, I credit to Steve Nash credit, he did come out and say, you know what, I'm very fortunate, blah, 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 the second, the third. I, I think it's PR, did that, or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, this has become so damn messy that there is no way that, Kevin Durant can walk back in that locker room. So you have to figure out some type of package, some type of situation to get him out of Brooklyn before September hits. You know, now we can sit here, <coughs> we can sit here on, on different social media platforms and, you know, on this network and other networks and kind of, you know, estimate and guess what, 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 where he may go and what the end of the, you know, where he may end up. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? What TP said was right. What Villa said, you said was right. What Chandler said was right. We didn't even get to Harvey yet, but I'm sure he's going to agree with the rest of us. Whatever he said here is correct. So what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like Steve Nash is going to coach his last year there, um, and then Kevin Durant's going to go jump on, you know, another team and, and tear that team into the mud. Keep in mind, it, it, it's always everybody else's fault. And, 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 and Kevin Durant has mastered the ability to point the finger at somebody else. Keep in mind, he wasn't going to say, but it was it, it, it was Draymond Green's fault. It, it, it was it was the team was built around Steph Curry. You know, we, he he comes to Brooklyn, 
you know, it's Steve Nash's fault, and you know, Kyrie Irving's fault, and you know, he 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 didn't have a size, you know, ten shoes, you know, and instead of an eleven and a half shoe, they would have beat them. He's always kicking the buck. He he's always passing the blank. At some point, KD has to look at himself in the mirror, brush his hair, and figure out, yo, my guy, it's me. I'm the one standing in the need of prayer. I'm the one that has the problem. And until Kevin Durant does that, it doesn't matter where he goes, he's always going to be a cancer. He's always going to be a problem. It happened in OKC. I mean, we have Kiki sitting here. It happened in OKC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So from the moment he got to me, from the moment he left Texas, Kevin Durant has been a problem, you know, on on, on a team. It has to stop because he's working franchises. You know, again, he, he, he's a hell of a talent. We're not saying he's trying to poo-poo this man's skill. But at the end of the day, he's trying to be a LeBron James and orchestrate stuff, and he doesn't have a LeBron James skill set to do it. You know what I'm saying? LeBron James puts the big three together in Miami. They won a championship. Great. They put it together. He's trying to do the same thing, and, he, and he's wrecking teams on it. Huh. I mean, I, I I can't disagree, my guy, because I, I I can keep eating. I don't want to take no, off the people. No, so there's there's a couple of things you said there that I kind of hit on, but I want to rewind. When he first left OKC, he tried to throw shade at Westbrook. He tried to say, hey, I was I was tired of the system, where it's like, okay, it's your turn now, it's my turn, kind of thing. And he tried to make it look like Westbrook was just kind of like, uh, I mean, they were just kind of taking turns out there. However, fast forward a couple of years. Paul George goes to Oklahoma City and said he had never been around a guy who worked so hard at the game and who spent so much uh, effort even on his off-court stuff to make sure that he had himself in good shape. And Paul George credits a lot of his uh, success and ability to bounce back from his injuries and whatever else and a lot of his success in Oklahoma City to what he learned from Russell Westbrook. So I'm not sure that um, Westbrook was the problem that, that – that KD made him out to be when he kind of tried to throw a little salt over his shoulder on his way out the door. Um, also, I'm glad you mentioned LeBron in this because at the, at some point, both of these men, but since we're talking about Kevin Durant right now, have to be able to take some accountability and be like, I'm part of the reason why this isn't working. Listen, it, it's hard enough to be a superstar player and carry a team. Uh, first of all, KD's not that alpha dog. His skill set is, but he's not a leader like that. Okay, I, I, I firmly believe that. But what I will say is stop trying to be the general manager as well. Stop trying to dictate all the personnel moves and everything else. To give input, fine. But stop trying to dictate all the terms and everything that the team does around you because we got examples on both coasts right now that say, yo, that doesn't work. And this is a league with a lot of up-and-coming stars. These young bucks coming into this league, like the the talent that these youngsters have, they start, I mean, listen, they're not showing respect. They're trying to push some of these old heads out of the way, right? And so if you don't do this the right way, not only do you not win, but you put your franchise in peril for several years to come. That's what we were just talking about on the West Coast. And if we're not careful, that's what's going to happen with Brooklyn on the East Coast as well. The future was so bright when they signed him, when they got everybody together, and this is going to be the next championship team, and they're going to bring a title to Brooklyn. I mean, to you know, to the to the five boroughs before the Knicks do, and yada 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 yada, and so on. 
And and now look what happened. Like like you said, one series win, uh, you know, a foot on the line, and then you get swept the next year in the playoffs. It, it it's not pretty. It, it's an ugly situation. And leverage or not, if they do got some leverage, then that should mean that you should be able to look at it and take some damn accountability. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I, listen, I, I a lot of people, and especially it's the younger guys, it's the younger people saying, like, the player empowerment and everything, which is cool. Yeah, you want to consult your star player if you make organizational changes. Like, oh, like, listen, like, it happened when, like, I just watched the captain before A-Rod was traded to the Yankees. They asked Derek, yo, listen, we're going to make this deal. Are you cool with it? Because you know we know you have problems, so it goes back then, in, in all sports. Like your star player should be consulted, but at the end of the day, you play outside the players, right? LeBron, you you the GM in LA. You got one championship and two teams. You didn't make the playoffs. It ain't working. You maybe bring in X, Y, and Z. It ain't working. And the te- you don't care about the future of the team. You're like damn the draft pick. Do what you can so I can win. It's about me. That's not how a GM operates. You know what I mean? Like. These dudes, you know, listen, for better or for worse, Steve Nash is the coach, and his his reputation is being dragged through the mud. He has a job to do. He might not get another job. Who knows if he wants it? But, like, because of this, who's going to hire him as a coach? He might not get another job again. Steve Mark might not be able to get another job again because you're just dragging these dudes in the mud. And for what? So you look right because you want to you you can't you can't lead in the way that they need you to lead and you can't tell Kyrie yo dude just stand up to your boy like that that's all you need to do as a leader you can't even do that but you want to tell us how to dictate this whole organization like there's people that there's lives on the line man that you know assistant to GMs assistant to coaches Nash gets fired, the whole assistant staff gets fired. Where are they going to find the job at? Like, it's not that easy, like, me or them. That That's, come on, man. That's not how it's worked. That's not how it works. We I we watched the the um the last dance. They told Jordan to kick rocks. He's a he's one of the he's the greatest basketball player in my opinion. They told him after his sixth ring, I don't care. I'm kick, you're kicking rocks. You, this is Jordan. What do you think he's going to do to you? Like, Somebody else, anybody else wants to get a, a taste of this? Anybody else want to keep eating on yeah. this and, and put in their last words? Because I, I said enough. I, listen, if I'm the owner, yeah. if I'm shy, I, I dare you. I dare you to sit out next month. I dare you. Double dare you. Yeah, you know who you know who KD is. KD is that friend, that partner you got. That when y'all go to club, he starts off all the ruckus, and then when it's time to really go out in the parking lot and handle it, he can't be found. And LeBron is the dude that throws one punch, and then after everything is over, it talks about how he was hitting everybody. Not the one of both of them need to go somewhere. <laughs> it's facts, and it's not it's not slander to KD. I mean, it's just different levels to it, man. But it's like at the end of the day, like player empowerment is cool, but you don't pay nobody's salary. The owner does. The owner got way more money than you, brother. They run this thing, man. Like, you, it's, you don't it's run the corny. organization. You don't cut the checks. My man Ho said like this, you know the pipe, a lot of the motorbike, but one bust the grape in the... <laughs> the boot fight. Like, that's... 
Oh my God! Listen, I, I just listen. I think serious. You could be right. I just think I, I'm like I'm not trade. I'm not getting the value I want for you. I ain't trading you. If I can't rebuild my organization to win, because I can win with you. Let's, let's be clear. Like TP, you said it. Like Joe Harris, he comes back. These guys come back. They can win a championship, right? With with a healthy Ben Simmons defending, Kyrie Irving locked in, trying to get his money. KD available for the full season. Joe Harris, Clark Claxton, Seth Curry, who can shoot. They got a team that can win a championship. If I can't trade you and still win a championship, then I'm not trading you. Seriously, the the, 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 the the problem. The problem, the problem with that idea, ideology, uh, villain, and we can move on if, if you want. The problem is you have okay. to be able to buy into what the coaching and everything is going on. And right now we got sure. two superstars that ain't buying into nothing. Like, KD don't yeah. give a rack behind about these nags. Kyrie Irving's buying houses in L.A., and he's trying to get out of there and – all that type of stuff. So, in order for you to win a championship, we all know this. You got to be, you got to be all in. And, and right now, neither one of the two stars that you know you would need to be all in to go chase the damn thing, they don't care. So, at the end of the day, if 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 you're half in, half out, I'd rather you be all out and get me somebody who who's in. That way, we can uh, make an attempt than to you know have you half, but you know half ass it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if and if yeah. you're gonna if you truly want to set your organization up to be relevant and be a contender, a perennial contender, not a flash in the pan, hell, you know what? I'm sending you to Sacramento. Go get, you know what I'm saying? Go get me. I'm, oh, I'm sending you to Indiana. I need Buddy Healed. I need, I need, um, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trading you to the hinterlands, bro. All right, and I'm getting a couple of draft picks, and I'm getting a couple of solid players. But I'm a, I'm going to establish my culture. I'm going to make sure that my team can be successful for the next ten years, not the next three. That's been the next problem all along. Nobody's looking long term. They're all thinking short term. If you would th- if they're thinking long term, mm-hmm. Katie and Kyrie are gone already. They're gone already. Okay. And then you decide right. if you're going to keep Steve Nash. And then you say to everybody that's left, listen, this is how this is going to be. Okay, you 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 take the Pat Riley approach. I'm, I'm gonna hear what you have to say, and I'm gonna tell you get the hell out of my office, and I'm gonna do what I need to do. But I did listen to you, so I made you feel good. Now go away. That's how we gonna do business. No, all I was gonna say is TP had the best line a few weeks ago about what he was trading. Remember what you said, TP, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's been a, it's been about a month now, but you were talking about where you were trading to. The Rancho Cucamonga cockroaches. There you go. Here's the deal. Like, I would do the same thing, and then, seriously, you can come right on top of me, right? But not like that. No no homo. But seriously, like, you come right on top of me. Pause, 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 pause. I'm like, pause, pause. But seriously, um, if you trade him to a dirtbag team, but if you trade him to a dirtbag team, which I would do because I'm a jerk, I'm a villain, then I'm messing it up 
for the future because then no team is going to ever want to come. No player is going to want to play for me because I treated a star player like garbage. You know what I mean? Like, like think about like the Bulls. Like, how long did it take them to get players in in Chicago after they treated Michael Jordan like garbage? You know what I'm saying? Like, like the Knicks treated Carmelo like trash in the end. They can't get nobody to come in here. So, you know, every every move like that has a consequence. You know what I mean? Not, so, I, but me, villainly, I would I would trade him to the Cucamonga cockroaches. I trade him to. You know the tropical thunder with uh, like Andre three thousand and and you know Will Ferrell and be like go ahead go play <laughs> you know, go win a chip out there <laughs> but uh, that's just me guys serious <laughs> no I mean I was gonna say something on, on on the back of what Chandler was saying the the problem that I that that want to run into with that type of philosophy is that in, in today's NBA it's all about the popcorn instant gratification. And we've seen that model work. We've seen, you know, the big three team up in in, in Miami and, and and get a ring. We've seen, you know, the Boston Celtics, you know, go on that run and, and get a ring. So to, to 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 take the Pat Rowley old school, you know, let me hear what you got to say, get the hell out of my office approach, you know, is going to be lost on a lot of the players because we've we, we seen – the opposite work. Now, to, 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 to his point, that's what actually needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? I honestly believe, especially in Brooklyn, um, but not, not everything is created equal. You know what I'm saying? If you are in a better situation or in a different situation with another organization, another franchise, um, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Miami, you can have a conversation about, like, let's go get a star and pop in here, whoop-de-whoop, there you go. But with a team that is so fundamentally flawed and broken, um, you do have to build that from the ground up, and that rebuild. Take I'm a Houston Rockets fan, y'all know it. It's gonna take me, you know, seven plus years before my squad is relevant. Um, again, in basketball, but at the end of the day, that's where we're at. Miami and you know, <coughs> um, you know, Chicago and these other squads, Milwaukee, they're, they're a lot farther along. Their foundation is secure, so. They can walk into a GM's office and be like, yo, uh, this is what we need to do. This is what I want to do, you know, and make it happen. So I, I, I agree with Chandler, but also kind of, you know, you got to acknowledge that we've seen it work the other day, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, it, 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 go ahead, Chandler. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, but Miami has still been a perennial contender with Pat Riley doing business. Hey, remember, LeBron wanted him to, to, to fire um, – the coach there, whose name just left my mind, um, and, and Pat Riley told Pat Sands, he told Pat Sands that you go, that's going to be your coach. Yeah. So deal with it. That's kind of what I'm saying is the Nets need to establish yeah, yeah, okay. a culture where yes, you're going to listen to your star player, but you're not running things. Okay, I'm going to listen to you to a point, and then I'm going to say get the hell out of my office. That's all I'm saying. And they they need to establish that. And yes, they have to take a step back to do it, but for the long term viability of your team. And the fact that you still want fans showing – listen, fans were showing up when all they had was Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. Fans were coming. That team was a was good there. team. Everybody liked that team, okay? So, you know, don't tell me that you need a name because – and listen, Spencer Dinwiddie is a clown as a person, but Spencer Dinwiddie can play, all right? Karis LeVert could play. Jared Allen could play. You had a good team that everybody liked. They fought hard, and they were on the come, and you blew it all up. 
for for two space cadets. <laughs> and that's the thing. They had a culture that they were building because, yeah, truth be told, the Nets had no business winning. That I was I was at those games. I went to a game. They had no business being a, a solid team, but because because of what the deal they made with the Celtics, you know what I mean? They should have had. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they traded it all, all the way for those old, you know, old old dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like KD, uh, KG and and, um, and and company and Paul Pierce and what have you. So there was no way that team should have been bounced back. They built a culture there with Kenny Atkinson. You came in, like Chandler said, and you blew it to hell. <laughs> and, and then I let you guys do whatever you wanted. I let you have say every every step of the way. And look at where it got me. But now, you know, they came back and said, no, we run in this. This is how we're going to do it. I'm not playing Katie to Kyrie. You're not getting an extension. Go find a deal if you want. Couldn't find a deal. Opt into your contract. And I love Sy's uh, tweet after he just said, I support Steve Nash and Marks, and we'll do what's in the best interest of this franchise. Basically, do it. you go find a deal if you can go find a deal. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here. I'm not going to bow down. That's that's where that's at. I mean, I don't know. It, it, I, I'm hitting this this weed good. This is a good conversation right here. But I don't know if anybody wants to get another crack at this. You know, we can we can move on. We got like 20 minutes or so left anyway. You good? Everybody good? All right, good. All right, all right, all right. So call it number nine. I can talk about this all day. I can literally do a whole show on this because there's so many different and and that, listen, the organizations at fault too. They're they're not their hands are you know just because they're they're washing their hands in a different sink doesn't mean their hands ain't dirty everybody's hands is dirty in this this piece so um, you know but at the end of the day they got a business to run they got an organization to run so um, but I want to talk NFL the NFL season's about to kick off I was going to do the AFC but I really kind of feel like doing the NFC this, this right now so we could do the AFC next week but I want to do the NFC TP so let's get started let's talk about it. Um, defending champs, the L.A. Rams, getting their season started. Uh, you know, Matt Stafford with the elbow problem. You know, we'll see how that works out. Tom Brady, he's back for one more season uh, after he said he was retired for about 45 days. You know, like you know, he's like uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't fucking leaving. I ain't leaving. So he's back. Um, we got that bad man, I guess you can call him, in, in Green Bay. No receivers to throw to. He complaining. <laughs> he ain't catching nothing, but catching the breeze, doesn't matter what they're catching. Dallas got all kinds of issues. TP, if you had to pick one team in in the uh, NFC that you like coming out to represent in the Super Bowl, who do you think it is? Wow, we're going there right now. August? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a preview of the NFC. I don't know right now. That's a big question. I was not ready for that. Uh, NFC East is y'all Dallas, the Commanders and uh, All right, well, we don't no, have to do, edit, we don't have to do no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just trying to, put, I'm trying to do this as quick as possible. I'm, I'm trying to put the four, four, and four together. The yeah, South yeah, yeah. is the Panthers, the Bucks. The Bucks would be probably a team I could see. Um, the Falcons, the Saints. Well, what uh, team do you like? Like, what team do you like? What no, you're like? trying, you trying to give me a Super Bowl team. or that or, or, stuff. You, you dug for that one. And then the West. Madness. I don't think the Rams coming back for that. I don't think so. Um, and then yeah. the North, the North is black and blue. I, I think this is this is the okay. So I I see the NFC Championship game could be the Packers and the the Bucks, right? Um, this is the last mm-hmm. shot for both of them. 
this is the last shot for Brady because, of yeah. course, this is going to be Brady retirement year. And for Rodgers, even though he signed that $200 million, like, this is a team that they just got rid of Devontae Adams, and everybody's like, oh, we got to see how he survived without him. I don't even want nobody to push the button because Rodgers still dangerous, right? But it's like you got a championship 11 years ago, like going on 12. It's like you're going to have to show for something. Or obviously, I could care less how dynamic you look on the field. You're no better than Eli. You're no better than a Ben. You're no better than people that put up two championships until you get that second one. And um, Pittsburgh handed that to you, that championship too. So you got to prove that you can get it done. And I don't want to push him because Roger Steele is one awesome quarterback. But enough is enough. All the money that you soaked up, how many times you threatened him to get you out of the air or you're going to retire and become the Jeopardy host, I don't want to hear it. So I, I think that is the potential NFC Championship game. Whoever wants it the most, they're going to get it. Um, but, you know, ideally I'm going to say it like this just to give you an answer. If you remember how Peyton Manning left the game, he didn't look like anything. He won a Super Bowl with 149 yards passing, terrible, throwing ducks all around the field. C.J. Anderson was probably the best player on the offense, and Von Miller won the MVP. This picture what they probably do for Brady on his send-off, and Brady don't look like Peyton with a crick in his neck and can't make throws. So Brady may potentially get there. I'll say the Bucks just, just because this is potentially Brady's last season, just to give you an answer. Yeah, he would do it just to piss me off too, right? I, 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 I just to piss me off because right? I mean, how do you get Julio Jones? Really? And then really? that, and then that, and Julio's around, and then Julio's in Florida now. <laughs> Lord, the Lord. When God are we coming back? Like, really, really? I mean, he's yeah. got his, you know, guy that had. Guys, there is. Go ahead, go ahead. What well, I was gonna say, this guy no, had Antonio Brown and Julio. Did you have Antonio Brown and Julio Jones in a in a calendar year? Yeah, I remember back when we was arguing about who was the better receiver out of them two. This is gonna be wild. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's just like it's just like some kind of unfair Madden trade that just kind of went through. Unbelievable. Uh, Hart, Mike, Artie. I mean, you, I I kind of I got I I gave tough TP a tough one. You can go Super Bowl. You can go. I like how TP kind of set it up for the championship game. But who do you like in the NFC like, right now? No, I mean, I would have to favor Tampa just for a lot of the same reasons he did. I, I, you know, I think they're, they're going to be strong. I think uh, I think Minnesota could be strong in the north as well. I look for, uh, you know, I, I just don't – I don't know that Rodgers has the weapons around him in, in Green Bay now. And it's funny because he threw a fit. He got Randall Cobb. And then they uh, traded his uh, they traded his best receiver, and you don't see him crying now after he got that big contract deal. So, uh, I, I'm, listen, I think um, I think the the one bugaboo for Tom Brady, except for during the regular season, has been the Saints' defense. They have had a uh, they've been able to confuse him and 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 make him look old at times. Um, I agree with uh, TP, though. I don't think that the Rams are going back. I don't think anybody from the East is coming out. So I think it's set up for Tampa um, in the NFC. Uh, you know, I picked Tampa last year and I was wrong, so I'm going to pick them again and hope I'm wrong again. <laughs> that offensive line worries me, though, I, with the injuries that they're starting to get uh, already. And, and, you know, the season hasn't even started yet. And, you know, 
I just love nobody's messing the Cowboys because they're 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 a dumpster fire. McCarthy's just on his last leg. He's like, I think he wrote on his sign <laughs> underneath his name tag. Um, I think he he wrote Peyton underneath it, Sean Payton, because um, <laughs> he already knows he's out in the job. <laughs> Chandler, who do you who do you like in the NFC? Well, I think this is going to be the year that all four quarterbacks in the championship games are black. Um, mm. And the first year, black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. But, uh, listen, Aaron Rodgers is going to keep having flashbacks from the, from the psychedelic drugs he was taking in the, U- in, in, in the Amazon. So, I don't, he, he's done. You know, he's sitting around complaining everybody but himself. So, I don't, he, he ain't doing nothing this year. Um, listen, Julio Jones in his prime was constantly running around talking about my knee, my ankle, my back. Okay, he's going to play three plays, right. and his whole lower half just going to explode. So I don't care about Julio Jones because he's like 800 years old and he can't take a step without tearing a muscle. I got if Jameis can stay healthy, which is an if because his knee has been giving him issues since since he got tore up. But if Jameis can stay healthy, I see Jameis and Trey Lance in the NFC Championship game. And in and in the in the AFC, I got Lamar and uh, Mahomes. And then I got Jameis. Okay, save the AFC. Save that. Save that AFC. We're going to do that next week. Save that. Save that. Oh, okay. So, NFC, I got Jameis and Trey Lance. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. A lot of people liking Trey Lance this year. You know, San Francisco's got talent. Let's be clear. They do have talent. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like, and I think we said on the chat series, I'm going to come to you. You know, I think a lot of people giving uh, Jimmy G a lot of a hard time, but you know he's one throw away from being a Super Bowl champ. You know, and he put that team in the NFC Championship game last year. Uh, you know, I think he gets a bad rap, but that's a talented team that went on a run. And if Trey Lance is real, the real deal, you know, look out. But I mean, seriously, who do you like in the NFC right now? Who do you think can can get, uh, represent? You know. I hate the fact that you went to Chandler before me because my answer was going to be the 49ers. I honestly believe that what they've been able to put together. Um, you know, if if Lance is halfway decent, like what like we're all alluding to, this team is going to be nasty. We all, we all know they're going to run the football exceptionally well, control mm-hmm. the clock. They're going to play solid defense. And honestly, um they have Aaron Rodgers' number in the playoffs. It doesn't matter where they play him, uh, home, away, in the dome, on the grass, and Mars. It doesn't matter where they play Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. They just seem to have their number. Um, I will say this just, you know, I, I, I don't want to piggyback on what, you know, TP and Mike alluded to, but uh, I, I, it wouldn't shock me if Brady found himself back in, you know, back in the Super Bowl um, you know, I I, I I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think, honestly, it's going to be in San Fran. Uh, I, I like what they've been able to do, and I do want to see an African-American quarterback uh, in the Super Bowl, hopefully um, with, with the winner this time. It's going to be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, do, I, I do like San Francisco if I had to pick one. I like where TP's heads at though with the championship game. I do, and I I I'd like the teams um, at the top. I for some reason because I hate them so much. I like the Eagles because of the talent they have. The Eagles and the Niners, 
for some reason. I just I have a funny feeling. Um, but I, I, I think if everything goes right with the talent that's in San Francisco, they should they should be in the Super Bowl. And it I just and I agree. I think TP said I, I just the Rams. I think they have a lot. I think they have a lot of blocks in front of them. No team has gone to back-to-back Super Bowls other than like a Tom Brady team. Or I think the the, the Seahawks went to back-to-back. I, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, but like to, no, they won't back-to-back. Go, back. Go back they they won't lost the second one. Right, and it, it, it let alone win one. It's it's hard. It's hard to do. So um, I don't think that even though they have talent, I don't see that happening. Um, and they did lose Vaughn Miller, so you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough sledding for them. But TP, I'm gonna come to you, and this is not a surprise. I'm gonna lead you in. I'm gonna give, I'm not gonna surprise you. So, um, but speaking of surprises, you know, there's a. I think the the AFC is obviously the stronger conference in, in on paper right now, um, top to bottom. But is there a team in the NFC that you think can sneak up on anybody? Um, and kind of have a, 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 a you know, a, a season that we didn't expect. Like, I, you know, the, the, last year the NFC West was really strong. It was loaded. Um, there wasn't a lot of surprises. I think Dallas kind of came out as a surprise. Like, I think we knew they had talent, but we didn't think they were that good until the playoffs. Shout out to Dallas. <laughs> I love Dallas. I love when they lose. But, I mean, like, you know, nobody expected them to be 12-5 and five last year. So, I mean, is there a team like that you see this year that could sneak up on some teams? I think you're on mute. You got it? Got it? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Gotcha, gotcha. Um, teams or division, because if, if if this is where the blindness comes out of me, because I think the NFC North can do something between the Packers, the Vikings, and the Lions. I feel like all three of them can go crazy if this goes right especially the way that the schedule is, is panned out for, at least for the Lions. I feel like the Lions can get anywhere from 9 to 10 or 11 wins this season. I really do feel good about that. And um, it, just because they came in the – I swear it would be the last place in that division, that's why the schedule kind of favors them, that they could do that type of surprise madness. If Dalvin Cook stays healthy outside of uh, Justin Jefferson, that helps that offense stay as potent as it is. A lot of eyes will be on the likes of uh, more or less Kirk Cousins, too. So, like, Kirk Cousins has to answer the bell yeah. as much as Darren Goff has to answer the bell. Um, and just like, I mean, this is more or less the quarterback division because everybody's looking at what Aaron Rodgers is going to do with that big old contract, too. So, I think it is between the three of them, at least in this division. And I really can't overlook the fact of what Justin Justin Miller is up to, too. So, like, uh, what he's able to to try and pull together in Chicago, I, I think he'll probably end up with less than like six or seven wins, but they're still going to be a tough game because he's a mobile quarterback and he's learned his experience in the NFL also. So I feel like that division alone, uh, the North can surprise a lot of people where a lot of people are looking, overlooking them on other teams within the NFC. So I'll say the North and the bias is out of me, but it, it stands true. It's not even just a full bias. It's like, from what I'm seeing from hard knocks and everything, I feel like the Lions can do some damage to a lot of teams that are taking them like lightly, especially with them coming out the gate up against the Eagles. If just like you said, you're interested in what the Eagles can do. If the Lions could come out and beat the Eagles uh, week one, that's a that's a notice. That's a notice to a lot of people out there in the NFL. Yeah, because Eagles do have a lot of talent, so we'll, you will see. Harvey, who do you like uh, as a, as a sleeper team in the NFC? 
I think you're on mute if you're talking. Hold on. I was doing the same thing. I was talking on mute. Uh, so, no, same thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, just, I, I do look at the Lions in Minnesota uh, in, that, in that North division. I think that, um, I, you know, I don't know that San Francisco's a sleeper with the talent on that roster, and people forget, much like what happened right. with the Saints uh, with Tampa a couple of years ago. Uh, the 49ers beat the dog mess out of the Rams during the regular season last year. Both games. like that, Listen, they exploited the middle of the field. We were talking about it on this very show and on our football uh, recap about how they exposed the Rams a couple times in the regular season last year. And then I'm going to put my uh, – I'm going to put my fan hat on just for a second, but I do believe uh, with that Saints defense, Michael Thomas apparently is, starting, is looking healthy. I think the Saints have mm-hmm. um, uh, more receivers. Chris Olave is really impressed. The kid out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Now you're pushing guys like Trey Kwan and uh, Marquez Callaway back to the four and five receivers with Jarvis Landry back, who's healthier this year. And so I think the receiving core is good if Kamara doesn't get suspended with him and Ingram is that one-two punch in the backfield. With what they have on defense, if Jameis Winston can minimize the turnovers and get the ball down the field, we know he's got an arm. Uh, but if he can get the ball down the field, uh, that Saints team does have the pieces in place uh, to be very good and and be contenders in the NFC this this coming up year. So, um, and I think that even though they were on the verge of making the playoffs last year, I think that's a team that that people wouldn't be predicting that, that could be in that 11-12 win category. I'm not saying they're going to get that many. They do have a pretty tough schedule, but I think that the Saints could be a, a surprise team as well. So I'm looking for those three teams out of the north. I'm looking for one of them to, to really emerge. And, I mean, people would expect it out of Green Bay. But so my, my three most likely to surprise or win more than what people would expect, especially the average fan, would be Minnesota, Detroit, and New Orleans. Yeah, I think Detroit has some talent, man. I really do. And there's, like, TV can tell you, they, there's games that I picked them to win that they should have won, and it, it was heartbreak hotel at the end of the game. You, you flip those around this year with, the, with more talent and, and better with better uh, coaching, you know, the sky's the limit for them. They can, they can surprise us a little bit. And, Chandler, what and do you think? Who do, who do you like? Is yeah. Real quick, that's what you do. You, you can look at these games from a year ago, and you take a look at, at these teams, and, uh, you know, Detroit is one of them where they lost a lot of games by very, very close margins. And so, uh, like you said, you flip a few of those around, we could be talking uh, something different. And the one, the one last thing I wanted to say on New Orleans, even though he's a journeyman now at this point in his career, when you look at what New Orleans had under, quarter, under center after Jameis got hurt, listen, uh, with, with Andy Dalton in the fold, that's a decent backup quarterback because he's a guy that can at least get the ball where it's supposed to go. Uh, for the most part, so I think they're a little bit, uh, a little bit better, have a little bit more depth at the quarterback position. Yeah, definitely a backup though. But yeah, I mean, listen, Jameis has got to stay healthy. I, I think he can, he can get the job done um, if he, you know, takes care of the football. That's always been his big bugaboo is taking care of the football. So, um, Chandler, who do you like uh, coming out uh, in, uh, as a sleeper in the NFC? Uh, definitely not Minnesota because last I checked, Kirk Cousins is still a quarterback. Um, I know Ty has this unnatural <laughs> love for Minnesota, but Chris Cousins is still a quarterback, bro. All right. Um, <laughs> I like Philly. I like Philly to do big things because um, I, I, I like Jalen Hurts, especially since, you know, Satan screwed him over 
I like the kid. Um, but I think Atlanta is going to win way more games than anybody thinks. I think Atlanta is going to win seven or eight games. Um, and I think the kid Ritter is going to wind up being the starting quarterback. Um, I liked him in college. I watched him a lot in college because I want up here in upstate New York, I get a lot of, we get a lot of the, the Ohio and that area games. So I watched him a lot. Mm-hmm. I like him. Um, I think Chicago is going to win a couple more games than people think simply based on the fact that, that uh, uh, Fields is, is, is really good. But for me, it, it would be the surprise team is going to be Atlanta that wins, I think, seven or eight games. I think Philly is, is going to surprise you. They're going to win at least one playoff game. And I think Tyrod Taylor is finally going to finish the season as a starting quarterback because he'll probably replace uh, Daniel Jones around game five. Bingo. So. <laughs> Bingo. And I was going there too, Chandler, because I'm a homer, but I totally agree with you. I hope I hope Smith, uh, Raekwon Swift, um, figures it out. I, I, I would hate to see Chicago have to trade him away, even though he requested a trade, but – um, Chicago could be interesting. You know, they, I think they have a quarterback. I think they, you know, they just didn't really – I don't think they built the offense around the series. I talked about it every week on, on the NFL show. They just didn't build it right around them, and they didn't give them a chance. I felt like that offense didn't give them a chance to be who he needed to be. So, I, I, Chicago is very interesting. Serious, go ahead. Who do you like? You know what? I, I, I hate to do this because I just I just hate to do this, but – the New York football giants have one of these softer schedules coming out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be, it'd be foolish of me to sit here and expect them to lose to the Panthers, lose to the Cowboys, the other division game, lose to the Bears. They got the Jaguars, Seattle, the Texans, the Lions, the Commanders twice. Um, Yo, know, the, the, these football giants, you know, unless they totally implode on themselves, it's probably going to be in the playoff picture. As a matter of fact, I, I dare say it wouldn't shock me if they won the damn division with how they mm. are, are set up right now. So um, I, I, I hear my man talking about the Falcons. I, I, I got it, but it's going to be a tough football year for me because I'm going to have a happy villain. I believe, because I think these football giants, finally, they have a coach that seems to know what the hell he's doing. Um, You have some decisions to make (laughs) contractually, and we all understand what what that means for Daniel Jones, even if Tyrod Taylor doesn't play. Uh, Saquon looks healthy. Um, You got another couple years uh, under the belt for the young receivers, Slayton and company. Um, and, again, looking at the defenses that they're going to be playing against offensively, they should be able to score some points. Like, the Panthers don't scare you. The Titans, you know, even though it's week one, you know what I'm saying, you stop Derrick Henry, you can pretty much stop the Titans at this point because they don't have a reliable quarterback. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Cowboys are the Cowboys. That's a division game. We just mentioned the Chicago Bears. So, you know, that's a coin flip depending on how you look at it. The Packers, I think they're going to take a significant step backwards because they don't have the talent on the outside uh, to, to, to make up for the loss of Devontae Adams. The Baltimore Ravens are a question mark. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they just picked first in this year's, the past two years' draft, so are they going to be decent by the time October hits? Seattle, they don't know who the hell their quarterback's going to be. I can keep going. You feel me? 
I think the Giants will be decent. Mm-hmm. They're at seven and a half wins. Uh, they're over under. So I, I mean, I, I, I'm I going over. Cringe to take the over. I would, yeah, I would cringe to take that over, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't say I'm losing my money on that bet because of the schedule. And and I, I agree with you. I don't want to be the homer, but like, I'll I'll sing it like. Everybody on offense I like except for Daniel Jones. And, and Chandler is absolutely right. If Tyrod Taylor is running the show by the end of the season, they will win some games that they, they probably would have lost. And and I just don't believe – I think you had asked me in a chat, Sirius, and I didn't see it right away. But do I like Daniel Jones? No. Do I like the fact that I'm hearing in practice that he's, like, looking like he's lost in practice? We're t- in practice? We're talking about practice. He looks lost. Like, really? You're in your, what, year four? Like, really? Lost? So, I'm not buying him. But Saquon looks good. He's got a year um, removed from that, you know, from that knee injury. They got talent on the offense at the skill position, finally. They got, you know, what I like is um, giving Thibodeau on defense. They got a rushing defensive end that, that might be able to make some noise. But, so, I, I do I do like that pick. But, I I'm I'm – I'm curious if the commanders could, could sneak up on people because they do have some talent on offense. If Wentz doesn't get in the way, that defense plays like they played two years ago, they could be a sneaky pick too. Like I, I, They could be sneaky. I don't think they're better than the Eagles. Um, I doubt that they're better than the Cowboys. They might be on the same level just because the Cowboys are dealing with so many injuries. They're not going to sneak up on anybody. If anything, I think the Cowboys are in trouble this year, to be honest with you. They're not getting the turnovers they got last year. Um, They don't have skill on the outside. Um, Dak should be a little better this year. But, you know, Elliott, who knows what you're getting. I'm worried about the Cowboys. So, that like, the NFC East is up for grabs. So, um and it's funny, nobody's mentioned the Cardinals. Nobody's mentioned the Cardinals. So, um, does anybody like does Kyle, anybody like what's going on in Arizona? Kyle's still playing PlayStation. He just studied his four arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's his playbook, right? That's the playbook he's studying on, on PlayStation. Why would that be They That's need D-Hop. Yeah, they do. So, how many games is he out, TP? Six? Six games, right? Six. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that hurts because when he got hurt last year, that that team fell apart. I mean, and Murray was hurt for a little bit too, but without D Hop, that offense was just fell apart. So I do um, think I, I do I, think, I do think Hollywood Brown going in there may help them though. But you gave up a first round pick for him. I don't know about that, man. I I don't know. Um, I, I would rather keep the pick, but um, but you know, at the end of the day, um. Tyler, why'd you sign that contract, dude? Really? Oh, and, then, and then you try to stay face on it. The organization took it out. Like it's out there, man. Why? I mean, you didn't even study your contract. You didn't study the playbook. You didn't even study your contract before you signed it. Like, like, what are we doing here? Like seriously, like, that's a dude that did not You just don't read shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't read. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got Mama. I'm sorry. I know you're listening. I'm sorry. But still, like you didn't even read the con, you don't read the playbook, you don't read the contract, you don't read nothing. You know what I'm like, come on, man. Oh my God, um, just sign here. You know, what I mean, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. But you know, listen, they, they, I don't know. I, they, they lost, they lost Chandler Jones. 
Um, like you said, D Hop is, isn't going to be there for six games. I, you know, Cardinals, they're going to be in for it. It's going to be a tough road. So, and when is a sneaky good pick too, um, Cameron? I, I, they, they could, they could fall apart. You know, it, it, it easily can go the other way. But I mean, if four and a half is their line for wins this year, I'll take that. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll take the over on that and, and, and roll the dice on it. They won four games last year, and they probably could have been a little bit better if they didn't fall apart. So. You know, it's interesting when I'm looking. Cowboys are 10.5. I'll take the under. Detroit's 6.5. I'd take the over. Packers, 10.5. I probably would not touch that. That's probably right where they should be. Um, you know, the Rams are 10.5. I'll probably stay away from that one. But, I mean, you look up and down. The Saints are 8.5. I might take the over. Giants, 7.5. I'll take the over. Eagles, 9.5. I'll take the over. San Francisco, 9.5. Easily take the over on that. Um you know, can go over, yeah, I mean, exactly. Everybody can't go over. So, I mean, Tampa Bay is 11 and a half. I might take the under. I think 10 wins is right where they are. Seattle, five and a half. I'll take the under. Commander, seven and a half. Probably would go with the under on that one. Um, you know, it, it, it'd be interesting. Panthers, six and a half. I'll take the under. I, I don't, they, they, they're a quarterback's a mess. Like, how do you go the whole offseason? With with um <clears throat> with Darno, and then when the season's about to get ready to get going, you make a trade because you don't believe in your quarterback. That's a, that's hey, a, yo, that's a hot dumpster take, fire. Hot right take: there. the Panthers will pick first in next year's draft. The Panthers will pick first you. in next year's draft. They'll be fighting for that top mm-hmm. ten, absolutely. So, um, absolutely, and, and yeah. I would take a lot of overs in the NFC because I think unders are coming the AFC because that it's so loaded and the, they, not everybody's going to win ten games over over there. So there's going to be some really good what uh, eight and nine, nine and eight teams in the AFC. So I would probably take some some overs in the NFC just to kind of balance it out. But um, if I, I mean if I had to pick one, I'd probably take the Lions over. I'd probably take the Giants over, and I would probably go with the 49ers over if I had to do a parlay. TP, we got to do a parlay, man. We got to do a parlay. So, um, don't forget me. You know, I love doing parlays. Um, yeah, we could do them weekly. Yeah, Just mean, let it, me know. It, it, we could get them decided by the week in, in here on, um, you know, at least at brunch. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with it. I'm, I've definitely got to get my FanDuel account um, activated again, you know, on, on, on sleep mode because I don't bet on baseball, but you know, and now I got to get some over-unders for the season for football. I got to lock those in, but um, I'm looking at the numbers now, so it's, it's going to be definitely interesting. Cowboys under. I'll take the under on the Cowboys. I don't. I think they'll be right at 10, maybe 9 wins. 10 wins is probably the most. Take the under. So I, can, I think that's right spot on. Um, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to add that we can get out of here? We can, you know, I think we, 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 we've done enough. A, a great show. A lot of people in the kitchen. Welcome back. Everybody, Chandler, Mike, Sirius, everybody, welcome back. But if anybody's got anything else to add, I'll start to close this up. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Okay. All right. So, uh, uh, Mr. Harvey, thank you for calling in. Uh, let's get, let's get on out of here. Give us a, a plug, and we get out of here quickly because I am tired. I want to go lay down and, and watch the Yankees. The Yankees stink. God damn it! Base is loaded for Judge. Yeah, there you go. That's the only that's the only bright spot. So that's that's all I got. But, um, Real quick, it's always. I think ever ever since ever going. since I I took TP to the Yankee game. We we stunk. I, and TP apologized. You jinxed my team. Apologize. 
unbelievable. I can't, I can't even. Real quick, it's, it's yeah, great to be brother. back here in the kitchen with you guys, man. It's always a pleasure uh, to chop it up with you guys in the kitchen. It's, uh, thanks for TP. Without him, I wouldn't be here, man. Much love to Sirius and, uh, and Barry, man. It's always always a pleasure. Uh, nice to uh, chop it up with you, man, from upstate New York. I never had a chance to meet you before, so always oh, nice to uh, share the airwaves with uh, with chefs that, uh, that these guys love and respect, man. Uh, come check us out on Clubhouse. we got the barbershop there. Over 12,000 strong and continuing to grow. Hosting rooms and having some good content there, man. Uh, check out all of our other stuff. Check out the website, sportscitychefs.com. Remember, you can always listen to us on all your smart speakers and everything else. Me and TP do the brunch on Sunday morning. And I'm sure uh, there will be more people in the kitchen with us this football season nears. And uh, check out all of our shows and all of our stuff, man. Thanks for having us. Oh, wait, wait. Absolutely, uh, yeah, you know, you got to get that in. Come on, man. We, we, it ain't been that long since we've been doing the show. But uh, thanks, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike, for calling in. Chandler, dude, it's great to hear your voice again. Um, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, please do come back regularly. Football season is about to get underway. Give us a plug as we get out of here, bro. Uh, just glad to talk to you guys again. I know it's been a minute. Um, you know, I don't have anything to plug. I'll say this. There's a, uh, for anybody who has any veterans or knows any veterans, have veterans in their family, uh, there's a new number, 988. We talk about suicide prevention, 988. And all they have to do is push one. Um, so that's the only thing I got to say. Yeah, man, that's good, man. Thank you for that. I definitely you know, know some veterans um, that could use that. So thank you for, for, uh, for plugging that. And it's so good to hear your voice, man. I can't wait to talk to you some sports with you again. Um, serious, you know what to do, man. Get us out of here, man. We're going to close it up. Hey, yo, man, it's your boy, Sirius, repping that 412 and the 703, man. Such a privilege and a pleasure to be back in the building with you guys, man. Yo, it's time to get back to work, man. So with that being said, grab your popcorn, grab your drinks, man. Come pull up, kick it with your boys here in the kitchen. Also there on, on, on the barbershop, man. I'm, I, I'm in the works, man. The NFL show uh, is going to be coming back in the next couple weeks, talking with the powers that be. Uh, when that pick skin get gets kicked off, your boy Sirius and his, and, and his homeboys are going to be here talking about it, man. So definitely pull up a seat, man. I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Also, um, Finger Foods is going to be making a, a season two appearance. Uh, myself, Gazellan, and, you know, maybe TP are doing one or two with them. You know, since, since the lines are going to be relevant, he may have something to talk about. So with that being said, um, your boy Sirius is gone, man. It's been a pleasure, man. I'll catch you with you guys on the next one. Yeah, finger foods. I can't wait to do some finger foods. Um, you know, I, I was going to do it for baseball, but please. Uh, I mean, Judge walks in a run, great. Then what happens right right after that? Uh, double play. Thanks a lot, uh, Glaber Torres. TP, you have jinxed my Yankees. You can't score a run. It's ridiculous. Uh, this, this is, three Uh-oh. runs Uh-oh. is an offensive outburst. Three Uh-oh. runs is an offensive outburst. Because Listen, I had – you guys have no idea. I had so much fun with TP at the Yankee game a couple of weeks ago. My daughter, it was her first game. She absolutely loved it. She was – TP loved my daughter. Uncle Ty is, like, like the world to hit. So I, I'm telling you. So she had so much fun cutting up with, it, with him. But um, ever since that day, this, this team can't score runs. Can't score. Three runs is an offensive outburst. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's really. Now you know how to fucking feel. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. <laughs>
kaboom. Sports city chefs is in the room. Cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune. Blown like a flower in June. Superman verse MF Doom. The clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in. We on the set again. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.